In Mark chapter 11, beginning with the first verse, we read, Now when they drew near to Jerusalem, to Bethphage and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately as you enter it, you'll find a colt tied, on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it, and we'll send it back here immediately. And they went away and found a colt tied at a door outside in the street, and they untied it. And some of those standing there said to them, What are you doing untying the colt? And they told them what Jesus had said, and they let them go. And they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut from the fields. And those who went before and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. Perhaps like my Bible, your Bible gives this section of scripture a heading, the triumphal entry. To this day, the Sunday that this occurred is marked and commemorated as being known as Palm Sunday because of the branches that were waved as Jesus entered Jerusalem. And as Mark is clearly inspired to convey, this is a critical moment in the story of Jesus that he's been telling us, in his proclamation of the good news about Christ that he shows us. Because from this point forward, while we still have five chapters left in Mark's gospel, a Mark 11 through 16 still to go, the rest of what he's going to tell is all going to happen in a matter of one week. From this point forward, we find ourselves in the days leading us to and through the crucifixion of Jesus until a Sunday morning, exactly one week later, when Jesus rises from the dead. And even if you didn't know that that's where the story was headed, even if this was your first time through Mark and you had no idea Mark is making it clear, as it was clear at some level to all of the people seeing Jesus come to Jerusalem, that something big is about to happen. And that is demonstrated to us in ways both large and very small. Because don't let the significance of it pass you that Jesus told the two disciples that he sent for that colt exactly what would happen. He told them that that colt would be there. He told them what the people who owned the colt would say. He told them how to respond and how things would proceed. And when these two disciples went on faith with commands that Jesus gave that, having just heard that, probably sounded somewhat unusual, maybe even a little nonsensical to them, they found that when they trusted and obeyed, what Jesus said, even in something relatively minor, it was exactly like he said it would be. The cult was there, they responded the way he had told them, and the people allowed them to go, and they brought out that cult. Maybe you've had experiences like that too. We might be obedient to Jesus in the smallest of things, but when we trust and follow what he says, he doesn't disappoint. It happens exactly as he said it would. Jesus always triumphs, not just on this Sunday. Of course, then there's the larger ways too, because there was a reason that Jesus riding towards Jerusalem on this cult was so significant. 
It was a reason rooted in what he'd been doing over the past few years. As he'd been going around preaching and teaching, as he'd been casting out evil spirits and healing the sick, there was a strong sense that Jesus was here to do something great. There was a growing realization that he was the Messiah, the anointed one by God. The one who had been foretold to come as a son of David, who would reign as king in the way that David, the greatest king the Jewish people had ever known, had done. And there was the sense that now Jesus is that one, that Jesus is coming. That's why they're shouting out from the Psalms that Jesus riding that colt into town not only fulfilled the prophecy of sorts that he gave minutes before, but it fulfilled a psalm that had been written centuries earlier with the people shouting lines from Psalm 118, Hosanna, God saves. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus didn't just ride to Jerusalem on a colt. Jesus was fulfilling something that their people had been singing for centuries, that one would come in the name of the Lord and he would bring blessedness to God's people, that he would come as a son of David to reign. So as they trusted and followed what Jesus said, they also got to see this fulfillment of something that scripture had been pointing to all along, that Jesus's life had been pointing to, that the Psalms had been pointing to, that all of the law and the prophets had been pointing to. The whole Bible was pointing to this moment and Jesus was fulfilling it before their very eyes. Now, they didn't fully understand how he'd fulfilled it. Even as the crowd stood there shouting, welcoming Jesus to Jerusalem, so full of hope for what would happen, it would be just a few days later that crowds of Jewish pilgrims would be shouting for Jesus to be crucified. They had thought that Jesus was coming to save them as a military, or political leader who would overthrow the Romans and drive them out. But that's not actually what Jesus was doing. That's not the plan that God had in mind that he was sending Jesus to accomplish. But as the next few days unfolded, and especially when the next Sunday morning rolled around, it would become clear that God does save even though there might be things that they didn't understand, even though there might be things that were very difficult for them to bear, exactly what God said would happen was fulfilled. And it was fulfilled through Jesus. So let this be an encouragement to us as his followers today. Anything Jesus teaches, anything Jesus commands, no matter how small it might seem, it's worth your trust and obedience. And as you do what Jesus says, you'll see how good he is. In ways large as well, as you look at the whole story of scripture, realize Jesus isn't just one of many characters in the Bible. He's the one that it's all pointing to. And if we trust him and if we follow him and if we let him be the one that makes sense of everything God wants from us, for us we will experience God's salvation. We will be blessed.